Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya. Will! We're back. I get to see you. I don't get I know, to see right? you when we talk. <laughs> I'm usually looking at my computer screen and uh, my desk and just imagining. <laughs> I imagine your face. But we still have people who are just listening to us right now, right. those of you. And we love you and we want you to continue to listen. But what's so exciting is that we also now are available on YouTube. We have video. So yep. you not only get to hear us if you want to come and look at us and look at our guests. And we bring some wonderful guests. We bring some stars. So it's really worth your time to check out both. Exactly. Um, yeah, to check out both. So, exactly. but we are, we are back with our first guest of the, of the new season. Mm -hmm. um, and we always pre-record these guys. So there's a lot... <laughs> that's happening in the world at the time in which we're recording this. We're not going to get too heavy in that, but just understand if you hear some references, understand that when you see this, this isn't, you're not seeing it at the time that it was recorded. So, right. Exactly. But so Will, before, but so Will, you're good though. You're good. I'm good. I'm, I'm blessed. I made it to okay. 21, 2021. <laughs> some people didn't. I'm thankful. And, uh, you know, just, we're, you know, what what are you going to say? You know, you just enjoy being here and, and doing the stuff you love, doing yeah. what you can do and yeah. uh, try to help, help advance the, the football to the, to the next 50, 10 yards, you know, hopefully get to the yep. end zone. Yep. Indeed. So, well, before we introduce, there's this, this beautiful, handsome gentleman on the screen. <laughs> so those of you who are watching our YouTube are like, well, who's he? We don't get there. I know, like, right? uh, but we always start our shows with, um, our music tip of the week. So, Will, what's up? Well, my music tip, and of course, there's a shameless plug to follow, but uh, <laughs> the music tip uh, is to take a music history class. And it's important for you all to broaden your, your horizons and to create outside of your comfort zone. So if you only listen to the music that you listen to, or even if you you like that music, but you don't even know the history of it. Um, if you take a music history class, you can learn about uh, the styles and cultures and motivations behind those sounds and the forms and lyrics. And then you can broaden your creative palette and to make your music more meaningful and inspiring. So uh, I'll shameless plug is right now I'm teaching a winter, uh, winter, four winter classes and um, jazz history, uh, rock music history, um, black contemporary music and yeah. music of the African diaspora. But um, I'll be teaching those in the summer. So at, at Bowie State University. So if you all want to uh, take some classes in the summer, those classes will be back up uh, for two summer sessions and nice. you all can um, take them during, during the summer sessions and uh, learn about different styles of music. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. 
from garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team, Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said. Just $8.29 per month. And includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days. And be sure to use our promo code, MAKINGMONEYPOD, to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, Making Money Pod to get 15% off the first year. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Good tip. Promo, plug, all of that. Wrapped in. All of that. Wrapped into one. So it's, but that, I will say that's the one or one of, of, of actually several silver linings is the virtual access that we have on things right. that we otherwise may not have access to. So, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. No, we're going to bring in our, we're going to bring in our guests. And it just hit me that the way that we probably have edited this video, you may not see our guest yet because I think the way this records, he won't be really seen until he talks. Right. I think that's right. how, yeah. So, um, you know, this is, this is new. So, you know, I'm, I'm tripping over to make sure I'm going to be perfect at this. By the time we have our hundredth guest, I'll be really good <laughs> with the video part. But, um, so, you know, it's funny social media, I, I'm going to bring in the guest in a minute, but social media has a really, I have a love hate relationship with social media. Um, I, I hate to use the word hate. I have a love dislike. Maybe that's what we should say. Love but you're dislike. real good at it. Oh my goodness. That's the love. That's the love side. <laughs> but the dislike is that it, it's very consuming and, you know, it's, it, it, it takes a lot of energy and I'm, I'm an energy manager. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I attempt to be a time manager, but I'm more of an energy manager. So anyway, this guest that we have today I actually met via social media and I, you know, I have different, you, you connect with different people on IG and Facebook and so forth. I, I feel a little bit more um, connected in the IG world for whatever reason, but the most of my fans and supporters are on the Facebook world. So I kind of have to straddle between, but personally, I really enjoy the IG world. And so our guest today, I got hip to his music and what he's doing and what he's supporting Um by IG and just the support he's given me and my music. And I'm like, let me go check. Let me go check this. This is what I do. I go stalk people. It's like, let me go check out who are these different artists. And I'm, you know, I'm, we're really big on our podcast and making sure that we bring in to you people from all walks of music industry and, and then all genres really, um, it appears, I think most of our guests fall in that jazz soul, um, 
progressive um, space. But I do, I, I have decided this season, I have a couple of people that I'm inviting that are a little outside of that. But this gentleman, I'm going to let him tell his story because this is how we always do our show to tell the story. But I was, I really loved um, that I saw something more progressive coming from him when I see musicians who are experimenting a bit, who are testing the boundaries, who um, get the attention of other jazz artists. Um, that lets me know, you know, this is probably worth our time to hear their story and how they're surviving um, in this industry. Because so many people on our who listen to our podcast are developing artists and people who are just attempting to figure out how they can create something and some kind of way monetize it. Maybe not get rich off of it, but at least get something out of it. So right. I feel like this guest may be able to contribute to that conversation. So I'm going to let him tell his story because again, I met him on IG. So I'm still, you know, I'm still putting the pieces and the dots together, but I, I, I look forward to hearing more of his story. So welcome, Todd Moultrie. Welcome hey, Todd. from Jazz Groupies. Hey, Kenya. Thank you, Will. Good to be yeah. here. First show of the I know. First, you are our first guest of the year. You should feel incredibly special. I am. I am. <laughs> I, 2020 is behind me now. Hey. Behind <laughs> Starting you. today. Starting today. Right. Oh, yeah. 2021 is, is she's kicking off pretty strong. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah. We'll yeah. She busted in the door. What you talking <laughs> about? We, we need to put some hands. She need to use some hand sanitizer. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, where's her mask? Where's right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm thankful to be here. Um, yeah, my story is is pretty different. Um, how I got here. Um, you yeah. know, the name Jazz Groupies. Um, I started producing in college. Um, it was something I always wanted to do growing up since high school. I always wanted to make beats. I always wanted yeah. to make beats. But I grew up in, um, I'm from Texas, originally from Beaumont, Texas, a little small town. Um, yep. I was right between Houston and Louisiana. So I got a little bit of the Southern hip hop and then the Louisiana bounce and the jazz and everything. And um, my, my dad was a gospel singer um, and, a, and a preacher. So I was exposed to a lot of music. He he really tried to push jazz on me when I was a kid. But mm. as a kid, you know, we, we the, everything our parents say is cool. We try to do the opposite, you know. So, right. so I, you know, I, I, I knew jazz was there. Um, I, I knew yeah. about Coltrane and Miles and he loved Wes Montgomery. But, you mm -hmm. know, uh, hip hop was my thing. I grew up 80s, 90s. So it was all about making beats and hip hop beats. And um, so I started producing. Um, I got my first placement, um, I'd say 2000. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you're familiar with I'm, it's, this is all in the hip hop urban music world, too. So mm -hmm. uh, there's a guy by the name of Mr. Collie Park and the Yin Yang Twins. And uh, Yang -Yang. Yeah. I, I, back in the day, you, you carry around these beat CDs. So I had I always every everywhere I went, I had 10 beat CDs. And I just <laughs> I saw I saw Yin Yang Twins in the club. I heard they were in town in Dallas and I, I was on spring break and I gave them a CD. And the next morning, wow. their um, their manager slash producer, Mr. Collie Park, called me and said, "Hey, I need every one of those beats. How much? How much you charge?" And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I, "I was on my way to work at Kinko's, and I said, uh, two hundred dollars." <laughs> right. <laughs> and oh, and no. you know, and him being the, the stand up guy he is, he said, "You know, I'll give you five hundred dollars, and I need every beat on the CD." And uh, wow. so that was kind of that was my start from a guy doing you know beats at his mom and dad's base. Uh, back the living room or area to you know a guy in atlanta calling me wanting every beat on my beat cd so that was kind of that's that gave me the momentum to keep going yeah. um and from there yeah. I, I um a 
about a couple of months later, I ran into a, another guy that was connected to Master P. And they were okay. at a video shoot, and I he had one of my beat CDs and played it for Master P, and they recorded a song for on, on it for his uh, Five Hundred Four Boys album, and uh, oh, that wow. really that really that really catapulted me. I was like, you know, life changing for me at the time, a twenty year old, twenty one year old college student working with Master P, still staying at my parents' house, um, <laughs> you know, and, and so um, yeah. so from there I I started meeting a few people in the Houston area. Um, uh, there was a Matthew Knowles uh, started a, a Sanctuary Urban imprint or he partnered with Sanctuary Urban back in early 2000. And I was working with an artist there. So I was able to work at Music World with Matthew Knowles and you know, his engineers and produ- production team. So that was an amazing experience. But, you know, I'm doing all this and I'm still, you know, I'm, now I'm tr- out of college and I'm living in my car, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, you know, so, you know, for me, I I just graduated college. Um, I was like, you know, what is what is going on? I mean, I'm I'm doing all this work. I have all these connections, but it's really not paying the bills. And Mm. I was I was trying to navigate everything in the music industry on my own. I had no manager, just a bunch of people Mm. from, you know, neighborhoods that say, hey, I know this guy from Beaumont that does beats. And um, (laughs) I just I just um, I got burned out. I just got yeah. burned out and um, yeah. I just I, I I put my degree to work and I just got a job and I got rid of all of my music equipment in um, 2004 or five, maybe I had wow. no music equipment and I was just done. I was done with it. Mm. And, and so, you know, fast forward, you know, my dad died about five years after that. And um, mm. so I really got into jazz after he passed away. That was like the way I connected wow. with him. You know, right, I really yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like and, and yeah. at the time I fell in love with jazz you know now I'm like you know approaching 30s and I'm maturing too you know so I'm appreciating it and I I just became a fan of jazz like a huge fan and um I I got transferred to Nebraska through my job and um so it was boring and so I would just um I I found out about Robert Glasper just through looking on iTunes Mm -hmm. for different jazz artists and I knew he was playing in St. Louis and so I took a flight and I flew to St. Louis to see Robert Glasper this was before black radio when he right. was playing. This, this was, was when Robert was yeah, Robert. This Robert. was when he yeah. was doing traditional jazz. I think Aya <laughs> yeah. had just came out with Music Soul Child and I think Chrisette Michelle is on there too. Mm-hmm. But that had yeah. just came out. Um, so it, I went to see him and it changed my life. I mean, seeing yeah. him play, you know, at a small venue in St. Louis, uh, it changed my life and it really changed how I looked at jazz and what can be done with jazz. And that's how yeah. I started. That's how I started Jazz Groupies. It was only a fan site it was never intended for me to make music or to do beats. It was only wow. a fan, it was only a fan site to show like this other side of jazz. Cause my whole thought is what are we going to do for the next generation to make them want to do jazz? What makes it relevant now for a 19 year old and an 18 year old, you know, a kid in high school, there was nothing, you know, outside of like people like Robert Glasper. But when I was at his shows, the jazz purists, they would say, this isn't jazz. This mm-hmm. is jazz, you know. He's mm-hmm. got, you know, Jay Dilla beats and things like that. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I was there. I was there because I started following Robert Glass around. I went to Chicago Jazz Fest. I go to Seattle. You know, I just had I had nothing but time. I was living in Nebraska, nothing to do. So oh, I just wow. I, so so you know, my hobby was flying to go see jazz. I go to New York wow. and I just spend a week wow. in New York and I would stay up all night in New York and just go to all the jazz clubs and just I was a fan. I wasn't I had awesome. no agenda but to be a fan, you know. 
I, you have said so. Oh, okay. yeah, I know, a, Will. A, I'm gonna let you said a lot of golden nuggets. I got a bunch this. of pins. I got a oh, jeez. Okay, Will. Right, you so me? now, okay. Will, now uh, you see what I look like when I'm all like, oh. I, yeah, I know, right? I, I, I'm just imagining it normally, but yeah, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have a, a bunch of questions. Um, first off, you know, I'm being a jazz musician. I, I love the fact that you got into into jazz and and you you die hard and that's that's awesome. That that's you know I I support I want people to to have that same love and support for the music. Um, but I want to sort of go back before I even get into that tangent. Um, when you sold your beats uh, for five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. did you <laughs> what was it uh, was it a work for hire sale or was it did you retain any type of um, royalty, uh, you know, authorship, composer, anything? So, that, that so, Kali, so with Kali Park, he was a, he's stand up guy, right? Good. He, 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 he know he read my whole situation. He was like, this guy's green. He knows nothing. Right. <laughs> I was 20 right. years old, 21 years old. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's got the, one of the hottest singles in the country through the Yin Yang Twins. I think it was right, like the right. Aya Aya song. So he, mm, he, he said, wow. you know what? I'm going to give you. He said, you signed up for your publishing, you know, ASCAP right. BMI. I was like, no. He said, do that. I'm going to give you some points, you know, and, wow. I, he, he, and he gave me he gave me my points. Now, fast forward. Right. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but you know, <laughs> as, as I started working with more cutthroat, you know, entities yeah, exactly. in the southern region, you know, I, I've, I've been on those conference calls where they say he should be doing this for free. Why is he demanding money? Because I had a situation where someone called me. I'm not going to mention names and kind of yeah. put it together. But, you know, this big name artist, my biggest break ever. And he said, hey. We already recorded to the beat right off the beat CD, but he doesn't want to pay you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and I can hear him in the background saying he should want to work for free. Who is he? Wow. he right, and, right. and I and, and I for some reason, I stood my ground and I Good said, well, I don't want to do it. And he, he hung up on me. And the next day he called me back. <laughs> of course, because the music's too strong. Yeah, yeah he called me back and said, we already recorded to it. Hey, look, we'll do this X, Y, Z. Um, I didn't get. I didn't get publishing on that. Um, you didn't? I, yeah, I didn't. I got I got a lot of upfront money though. Um, okay, so, they, so they bought the beat. Yeah, yeah. they bought the beat outright. Yeah. You know, so I didn't yeah. get any publishing. And it was good. It was good because the album. It was the last album of an era. You know, it was yeah. like the. You know how an artist is like at the. You know, especially in hip hop, they're at that last part of their, their right, prime. Right. So it was <laughs> fine. It was actually yeah. more beneficial yeah. probably at the time. But I, I hate that now. You know. I, you know, with streaming, I never saw that, you know, streaming would be around. Yep. That, yeah. That you, publishing would be here. For yeah. Me. Yeah. So, and that, that's the, uh, the reason I jump back to that is because I, this is, you know, for making money in the music business podcast, I want the listeners to understand, uh, always get your points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had a, a, a frat brother of mine who, you know, he, he sold a beat to, uh, Aaliyah and, um, oh. and he had got, uh, 20,000 for it. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But how many times is the song you. being played now? Thank you. Thank so, you. So, you know, it's, and I, I don't know if he got points on it, but I, I doubt it because, you know, at that same situation, he, he was sort of new to the, to the, uh, to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's what I want people to understand because we have a lot of people making beats right now. Yes, <laughs> and, a lot. And they're, they're selling beats. They're trying to, you know, lease beats. They're trying to do all these things. And, Whenever something becomes big, you always want your points. 
You never know when stuff is going to change down the line. We don't know what's coming up in the industry 20 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. So get your points. But yeah. so I'm going to let you take your, your thing. Kenya, because I got a No, <laughs> I do too. That was really, and I'm, I'm, I mean, it's what you just said and, and what you said about the artist saying, oh, he should want to be with us. He should want it. It's, you know, mm-hmm. we should want to do this. We should be free. And I think I've been really thinking about artistry lately, obviously, given everything going on. And um, <laughs> we, I think we'll have to do an episode on this, but I, we're being so used as artists right now. Yes. Oh my and God. I mean, that's an episode into unto itself is the amount of how much we're getting used um, for. It, it almost feels, and I don't, I don't want to use, you know, but just think about, <laughs> think about the movie Hustle and Flow. That's all <laughs> right. I would say. Yeah. I yeah. feel uh, often that artists get pimped really mm-hmm. like for real, for real. And so I think it's really important that you bring this up because I know too many artists who do things. What's happened is we cre- we've created a culture of free yes. and we're really promoting a culture of free now. Like it's getting ridiculous. You know, people don't even un- don't even connect the dots that they pay their nine dollars a month on Spotify and I should be free or I go on YouTube and I can listen for free. So why now you want me to pay to watch you play? And right. It's like yeah. so anyway, that's another episode. But. Well, okay. So you let's, okay. So the jazz thing. Um, and I'm so glad that, you know, one of the things you said that I think is really, really important. And I want to highlight this. You had to take a minute away. You said you shut things down and you became a fan again. And it brought, you know, I mean, and Robert Glasper is such a good example of getting, allowing yourself to kind of get into things because his music, you know, just, it it takes you on so many different journeys. And listen, I've been listening to Robert Glasper since I think it was like 98. He was still 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't even hip then. Yeah. Because I, I, my dad was a a jazz. Oh, we got sounds going. Oh, turn that (laughs) off. Um, Was a jazz musician. And so... I I was introduced to jazz as a kid. And mm. so I've always followed jazz. And so Robert Glasper was introduced to me. Like I said, he was 19. I don't remember how old I was. And I was in, I think I was in my late 20s. But um, yeah. And so becoming a fan again, that got you back ingrained. So then what made you, what was the click that was like, okay, <laughs> All right, here's I want to like, yeah. Yeah, I want to get myself back into this. So here's where it gets really good. Um, so for about eight years, right, I, I didn't make any music. I had no desire to make music. People would call me for beats. I would ignore them. You know, my old connections. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any part of it. I, You know, because when I was doing the music in the South and just being that hip hop world, I know that wasn't what I wanted to do. I, I was making jazz beats. The beat I sold to Master P. I started that as a jazz beat. Nobody wanted it. So I took everything off except for the drums and I added some other stuff. And that's the beat he got. He's got a jazz beat oh, <laughs> on the 504, yeah. but on the 504 yeah. boys mm-hmm. album. So, 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 um, so I just really got into jazz, right? I mean, it's eight years, no, nothing, no equipment. And I was, uh, by then, you know, I'm back in Houston, Texas again, living. And I, I was like, okay, I never really got in a Houston jazz scene. And I just started Googling. I looked for artists in Houston to go see. And I found this guy, um, Stephen Richard, a saxophonist in Houston, an amazing saxophonist. He's so amazing. When Grover Washington Jr. came to Houston to play, Stephen was there. Stephen wrote Grover Washington Jr. a letter, 
and Grover mm -hmm. Washington Jr. came to Houston for a show and brought Steven on stage to play oh, wow. when he was in high school. You know, wow. so so wow. long story short, I, I I went to a show and I was just taking pictures and posting on my jazz groupies IG. And me and Steven struck up a relationship. He was playing. He had a regular gig at the House of Blues on, I think, Thursday nights. And um, so me and him just kind of started talking because he was more interested in the marketing side. Like, you know, hey, I see you right. posting our stuff. We're getting engagement. People are coming to the show. People are asking about us now. Who are you? Do you do marketing? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I don't do marketing. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> right, right. I, I'm just some guy on, on Instagram. Right. I'm right. just some guy and, on Instagram. Right. Yeah. So then, like, about a few months later, I saw Steven a few times at the House of Blues. And I was at a show, and I said, you know, what if I do a Houston jazz album and make beats mm. again and make a jazz album fused with the Houston, Texas, Southern culture, but make it jazz and hip-hop with people like Steve playing on top of beats? Mm -hmm. And so I went and bought a drum machine. I went and bought a drum machine, a laptop... <laughs> And a keyboard, <laughs> and I just started making beats again at home. My yeah. wife thought I was crazy, you know, and uh, buying all these keyboards all of a sudden. And uh, I just started making beats again. And um, I made one, I, I did an album that kind of just test the waters. It was nothing but me making beats. It was my first ever EP called Melanesance, and it was just four songs, um, really yeah. short, just beats, samples, chopped up samples. And it got a reception and it gave me a little more momentum. And then that's when I had the courage to say, hey, Steve, I was so nervous. This guy's amazing. You know, I'm, I'm just a beat yeah. maker. And I yeah. said, hey, Steve, what? I got this idea. Here's a couple of beats. And he called me like ASAP. He's like, yes, brother, I'm, I'm there. You know, like, let's right, go. Right. And yeah. that's, that gave me all the momentum to keep going with jazz groupies. And now I transitioned to jazz groupies, the producer, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. So awesome. you, still, you still do the fan site, right? Yeah, or, I still okay. do the. It's kind of all in one. I've been thinking gotcha. about separating the two, um, but I, I I like it the way it is now. Um, jazz groupies, the IG page is basically just you know an ode to jazz, but I still throw my music in there. I, gotcha. You know, gotcha. You know, jazz. You know, hip hop, soul, jazz. It's all kind of meshed into one now. Awesome. But um, it. but yeah. So so that's it. and that's where we are now. You know, and then now I've expanded to um, what what happened in 2020 was so amazing. Um, during the quarantine, I was just, I had a lot of free time and I said, you know, let me try to, um, find different markets and market outside of, um, of America, uh, the U S. So I, um, I put a IG ad for one of my songs that was like a year old and i did South Africa, I think Italy and Canada, a bunch of different countries. And it just blew up in South Africa, like overwhelming response. Listen, South, South, Africa. Af South African music progressive jazz so like it is it's at another level and people yes. are sleeping on south african even yes. south african house um deep house yes the the influence of the jazz and the i'm sleeping don't, sleep. I don't even know hey oh, man, I'm telling, hey, i, I, I know. never knew i never knew anything about house music i knew it was there but i never really got into it until i um when i got this this um momentum from south africa I had a few house um, artists reach out to me. And mm. so um, I started listening to it, the, what they call it, Soulful House. Yep, and it's kind of jazzy, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like jazzy, neo-soul, but house beats. It yep. doesn't have to be that repetitive drum pattern mm -hmm. always, you know? And mm -hmm. I was like, this stuff is amazing. Where have I it's been? Amazing. You know? right. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's, it's amazing. I actually have connected with a, a, a South African producer. And so, yeah, the music he has sent me, I'm like, what? 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 Yes. So, it's, it's, yeah. So I've, I've, I'm working on a house project right now with uh, Oscar Embo awesome. from South Africa. And awesome. he just, 
He just released awesome. the album there. So, I mean, that's stuff that I've never thought in a million years I'd be involved in. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. No, Will, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I was, well, it was in, following I, up on, but remind me, I want to talk because you mentioned the IG ad and I want to mm-hmm. go back there. Yeah. Talk that, about it. Yeah. Ads. Yeah. I got yeah. you. But no, I, <laughs> I, um, uh, cause I had, I had been in South Africa back in 90, what was it? Uh, 96, maybe. Yeah. I think it was my 96, but, uh, but yeah, now, and it, it was a different, totally different world and scene then, you know, yeah. Mandela had, had just gotten out and all that yeah. stuff. But, um, but you know, no, I, I, I totally, uh, hear, hear you on the, the beat making side, um, and taking that pause. Cause that's actually exactly what I did. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, and I'm still, well, I've <clears throat> transitioned out of that into, into, um, production music and, uh, trailer music at the moment. But, um, I'm, I'm a jazz musician. That's just what I am. And I'm going to always be a jazz musician and eventually get back to playing. But, um, you know, I, I took a break, you know, from, from playing jazz because it was the same thing. You get burned out, you do everything. I had been putting all the marketing, writing all the songs, mm-hmm. booking the, the group touring, just the whole nine yards and you do get burned out. So, um, your your comeback is is uh it, it's sort of affirming and i yeah when when you talk about you you found a love for it again and uh and and that's that's encouraging to to me it, it sort of affirms my my process so just yes. hearing other people's situations so that's yes, that, I, I loved hearing that um so what what uh what's are your future plans after covid um what what so i because everybody's thinking after covid no we're 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 just coping with covid right Right. now but what what are your plans um that you foresee or hope to be doing with uh with with the group and then also with the page yeah so my my uh, the first thing then after covid opens up is i'm going to south africa (laughs) (laughs) so so we just released on november 20th i released a joint album uh joint ep with a saxophonist and a producer from south africa called the crossover that has been my most successful record i've ever put out and i it was something that me and him just kind of almost in a way rushed because we i I had covid so i got sick i was in the hospital (laughs) Mm -hmm. so when i when i yeah when i when i basically got better i said me we have to finish this album so we didn't have much time and we just kind of put it out there and uh Mm -hmm. uh, we i've done uh interview with just about every radio station in johannesburg uh we have one more coming up next week um apple music reached out to him and uh, South Apple Music South Africa reached out to him. They added us to three playlists. Wow. And they, wow. they had a, we had a meeting with them and they were just like, what can we do to help you? We, we like what you guys are doing. This crossover concept is crazy. A U.S. A musician and a South African musician because they are very proud over there about their culture. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we, we like this. What can we do? So, so we're going to do a crossover playlist now. Um, and kind of get artists that fall in that crossover brand on our, we're going to submit it to Apple Music and see if we can get our curated playlist. Um, And then I want to go to South Africa and we're going to record a full length crossover album. And I want to try to get some musicians together and do some, some dates in South Africa. Um, That's, that's my dream. That's kind of a lofty dream right now. No, it's listen, you're on the path. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. You're literally on the path. 
So that's yeah. my that's my I've been kind of tapping all the musicians that have worked on all the projects with me because um, some are in Thailand. One is in Philadelphia. So they're all going to have to come together and, wow. uh, and, and try to, you know, meet us in South Africa and then put some dates together. So that's very, you know, aggressive goal. But awesome. I, 2021 makes, you know, you just got to shoot for the stars right now. There you go. That is, you know what, Todd? I could feel, I could feel, I'm so glad that we, you know, connected and, and for you to be able to share this because really seriously, you've, you've said so many things and I, I've, I've been attempting to look down and jot some <laughs> stuff down that are both soulful, you know, meaning kind of the, the soul of, of, of being a, an artist and, you know, talking about taking the breaks and, and, you know, needing, needing to get re renewed and rejuvenated and excited again about music. Um, you mentioned about you had something in you that told you, cause this, I, this was a major spark that came to you to do an IG ad, mm-hmm. which seems like it was the beginning of, you know, getting, you know, getting all of this kind of South African and these international yes. things. So I know people listening and be like, okay, what's that IG ad? What'd you say? What'd you do? So did you go and did you learn like, okay, this is what I need to do to make sure that my IG ad reaches or how did you go about creating that? Because this is a critical part to the music business. Side yes. Of yes. So yeah. I, I, you know, I actually, the artist that I work with now in South Africa, he's like, like, man, you've showed me so much about the power of those IG ads if you do it the right way. So um, I've done, I've, I've wasted a lot of money on IG ads. I'll, just put, <laughs> I, I, I'll put that out there first, you know. Okay, but I, good. Thank so this you. Is a L, this is an LLC. So, you know, I try to write it off as much as possible. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I can test a little bit and feel okay about it. But this ad that I did was uh, right maybe about March and kind of right, right at the beginning of the um, quarantine. And there was a song I did called Hallelujah. And it was, it was an emotional song. And I kind of made a post, you know, kind of catering to all of our emotional needs right now at that time, you know, everybody, the, the quarantine was new to everybody. And, um, and it just basically was the song and I forget what I put on there, but it was some heartfelt kind of, you know, mushy, you know, words. <laughs> and, uh, and, but the song just took off. I think people, and it was a, it was a great song. The thing about that song is I was with a, a previous digital distributor and they um, stem and they mm-hmm. basically said they were getting rid of all their low performing um, artists. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. took all my music off stem and I had mm-hmm. been debating for a while to put that song back, you know, on, uh, on distro kid. And mm-hmm. I had just put it back on distro kid. So I said, I'm going to promote it again. It was a year old and that is, it just took off. I don't know. I, I still can't, it's just something divine with the connection right. I have with South Africa. Cause even I I communicate with so many people from South Africa now, and it's such a, cultural connection that i can't com- explain really wow i i still i mean i tell my wife all the time i was like i don't know what it is i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it is i don't know i mean i'm thankful i'm so thankful i'm so blessed and it's yeah. been such a cultural opening for me and such a fulfilling for my soul but i i just can't really put my hand on how just this one country just took a huge um liking to my music and so now i'm like yeah. I, I i owe them now so I feel yeah. like now I'm going to try to cater to to their needs, you know. Yeah. It's because it's time. Yes. That's right. The, yes, exactly. That's right. The, it's it's the time. And, right. and that's that's the the best place for your your sound and for your music to to yeah. receive it. So. Yeah. And it it found you, you know. I I just think this is so important. I mean, this is actually Will had just said this to you about how you are confirming things for him, you're confirming things for me. Um in that when we, you know, you didn't ha- you didn't go and target South Africa. 
right? So right. you didn't make this IG ad to target South Africa. It was you. It sounds like you made the IG ad and just kind of put it out. I don't know if you did any special analytics and nothing. No, yeah. right? No, okay. nothing. Just threw it out there. I, I <laughs> do. I read. A, I pay attention to analytics a lot now, but yeah. at the time, I just threw it out there. It was really just on a whim, you know. Like, hey, wow. I just, I just had this idea. Like, hey, I'm gonna cater to. I'm gonna make an IG ad for different because what what really one of the things that made me do it is because I had really focused only on the U.S. audience. I had done a lot of IG ads, but I only, I was really, you know, it's like, you know, you want your, your hometown to love you, you know, yeah. and it was kind of that thing where I, I just want to, I'm going to do ads in Houston, Atlanta, all the cool cities in America. And then I just said, you know, no, let me, let me step outside and see what I can do globally. Right. You know? and, and that was my confirmation. And the other thing I want to really, cause I, if for, you know, people listening, especially younger musicians. You know, when I was first producing, it was all about making money, you know, and I approached, I probably approached a lot of people in the wrong way that wanted beats. You know, it was like, you know, hey, how much you want to pay for this beat? Or, you know, it was all about making money because it was coming out of the 90s and money was falling out the sky for hip hop. (laughs) Um, And then it started drying up in the 2000s. Right. And so but when I took that break, it was it was just to connect with music was so amazing. And when I started back, you know, I had, you know, career. I was, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't sleeping in my car anymore. So right. I was doing it completely for my soul. And yeah. I didn't care. Nobody could come in that room when I was making beats and say they didn't like it. I wouldn't change nothing. I was doing what I wanted. Right. I was doing right. exactly what I wanted. I didn't care what anybody said. I didn't yeah. care if I had one person listening. I was still going to do it tomorrow. I was going right. to make another beat yeah. tomorrow. And yeah. I think that's what you have to find. Every musician has to find that connection to their music and their soul and do it for that purpose, everything else will fall in line because you're moving for the right reasons. You know, exactly. you're, you're, you're communicating with people for the right reason. They can see that when you communicate with them, you know. Absolutely. Amen. That's powerful. Ah, that is powerful. And I, I think we're getting close to ending our time. I, yep. Can I yep. ask you with the IGA, did you actually play then just a clip of the music? Yes, or, I played a clip of the music. I played, yeah. uh, you know, I, it was 59 seconds, I think, is the limit on this regular uh, post. So I just did the right. 59 second ad. It was a picture I had just went to Washington, D.C. a few months ago. So it was like a monument in D.C. And mm-hmm. I did some little weird filters mm-hmm. and it was nothing, yeah. nothing <laughs> fancy at all. Well, I, I, I wanted to make sure I said that because, again, listeners and musicians, you know, even if you can't figure out how to do what he just said, you know, Fiverr for literally five bucks, you could you could get somebody to put that together. Yeah, put but I think it's I think it's important to to to, you know, I know I'm about to be releasing things and I'm going to be doing things differently than what I've done in the past because we're in a different world. Um, and so, you know, understanding their passion, but also understanding that you it's trial and error it's experimenting it's seeing what sticks, what doesn't. I think we're going to have to really fall into that more and be be willing as artists to allow our art to speak louder than than necessarily the the business. And I know that's a little odd coming from making money in the music business podcast, but the as Will and I always promote, you know, this is this is more than about the making the money. It's it's what you just said, the soul um and the intention mm-hmm. yeah. behind it. So your purpose, yeah. Oh. That's great. Yeah, Yeah. this has been fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. 
Yeah. If you could just share um, so people can follow you on IG and, and wherever right, else. Right. Okay. Your handles. Um, yeah. yeah. Just share your handles with Everything, people. Everything um, is Jazz Groupies with a Z at the end. Uh, all one word. Mm-hmm. Jazz Groupies. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's all Jazz Groupies. Just backslash Jazz Groupies. Uh, awesome. There's also jazz, jazzgroupies.com. Um, it's where you can buy my I have vinyl for sale and uh, different merchandise and drumsticks and custom jazz groupies things that uh, nice. that you can also look at as well. That is awesome. Are you are you still doing this? This is it. I promise. Are you doing music full time at this point or are you still balancing making sure, you know, doing um, a, another about- job? Yeah, I still have. I, I, somebody's going to have to really help me out for, to lead my career, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm, I do music uh, part time. I say full time because I probably do music just as about as much yeah. as I want. You know, when I get, you know, my, when I get the kids to sleep, that's what I do. I work on music all night. So. so again, those of you who think, oh, I only have to do music. Like, no, you're reached South Africa and, right. you know, you have... I think you're going to be there in a minute. You know, we yeah. just got to open up some. Yeah, you know, we had the, some we had the number. We had, I had two number one jazz albums in South Africa. My oh last, my God. My last yeah. two releases made it to the number one al- jazz album on the Apple Music Top 200. That's, oh, that's, that's awesome. all, you know, for, for me, you know, coming from where I come from, yeah. that that's is all amazing. A, that's all the confirmation I needed, you know. That's Absolutely. It. And so you're doing it while still, you know, doing other things. I just, I think we really got to get out of this mindset that I can only. I got to only be performing or only be producing. Um, it really, you know, you you can be multiple things and, you know, and, and it can happen. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This was, a, this was a, a, amazing. Oh, good. Thank yeah, you. this was fun. This was Not fun. Very confer- confirming all the way around. Yeah. Thank you. Will and I, we already, we going down. Back to our <laughs> yeah, man. You know, <laughs> just keep, you know, here. just keep throwing it out there until something yeah. catches, you know. Just keep yeah. Yep. Don't stop. I'm no better than anybody. I just never stop. Yeah. That's that's it. it. Okay. All right. Well, Will, that is it for, yeah. So we will be back next week. We've got a lot of, got a lot of artists. I can't even, I don't even know the sequence at this point. People just book. We got booking link down. I'm like, I don't know. But it's good stuff. (laughs) Yep. All good good stuff. stuff. All right. We'll talk to y'all next week. All right. You guys take Take care. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. 